The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus entered a village where a woman whose name was Martha welcomed him. She had a sister named Mary, who sat beside the Lord at his feet, listening to him speak. Martha, burdened with much serving, came to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me by myself to do the serving? Tell her to help me. The Lord said to her in reply, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and worried about many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, and it will not be taken from her. The Gospel of the Lord. When I was 17 years old, my grandmother died peacefully one night in her sleep at the age of 82. And her death for me at that time was absolutely devastating. It was the first time I ever encountered death so close to me in my life. And my family and I lived right across the street from my grandmother. So for the first 17 years of my life, I was blessed to see my grandmother almost every day. But the reason why her death was so devastating to me was it revealed something to me that I didn't want to see. It revealed something to me that I didn't want to deal with at the time. And what it revealed to me was that this world, the things of this world, my grandmother, even myself and my own life, are passing away. That everything in this life is temporary. Most teenagers, and quite honestly, most people, don't want to hear that. We want to believe that life here in this world will never end. 
that nothing will ever change, and that the world can satisfy us. We want to believe that somewhere out there is that perfect situation or that perfect person or that perfect community that will fulfill us. And despite how hard we try, or how much we hope that things will be different, we know that life does change, and that it comes to an end. St. Paul, in his first letter to the Corinthians, says that the form of this world is passing away. For some people, this fact about life leads them towards sadness or towards a life of self-indulgence. While for others, it leads them to pursue with their whole self the one who does not change, the one who does not pass away. In today's Gospel of Martha and Mary, we encounter two women who love Jesus very deeply and who are both serving him in different ways. Martha is serving Jesus by taking care of the practical demands that his presence ensues, which is an important and beautiful expression of love. Mary is serving Jesus by sitting at his feet and receiving him with her whole self. Yet another important and beautiful expression of love. And as beautiful as the love that both of these women are expressing is, one of these expressions will pass away and the other will remain. Jesus, who of course appreciates Martha's love, reminds her that ultimately there is need of only one thing, the better part, that Mary is expressing with her love. What is this better part? It is, I believe, the complete and undivided attention given to Jesus alone. 
It is to become entirely receptive to his presence alone. It's seeking not the things of God, not the consolations of God, or even the works of God, as good as they are, but God himself. Jesus is inviting Martha into a life, into a disposition of contemplation, which we could also just simply call mature discipleship. Normally, the gospel of Martha and Mary is always understood or interpreted vocationally. Martha is a symbol of the active life, and Mary is a symbol of the contemplative life, which on one level is certainly true. However, what Jesus is reminding all of us today, regardless of our vocation in this world, which is also passing away, is that everything, even the works of God, will pass away. And therefore, we must always yield to the presence of God, to God alone. This is why we can say that contemplative prayer or the life of contemplation is in a very real way the beginning of eternity in the soul. St. Isaac of Nineveh says that contemplative prayer is the symbol of the world to come. In heaven, Martha's expression of love will no longer be necessary. For the simple reason that when we see God face to face and come into the fullness of his presence, this better part of just simply being before him, of pure adoration, this is what heaven is like. Which is why contemplation is, in a very real way, preparation for eternity. There is nothing more important in this life than we can do than sit at the feet of Jesus, forget ourselves entirely, and simply receive his presence. That action, this disposition, will order everything in its proper way in this world. And so we can see then that Jesus' words to Martha are not so much a rebuke, 
but an exhortation. A call to go deeper. To go beyond even the things and the works of God. To God himself. It is an exhortation for all of us to go beyond the sufferings, the heartaches, and the disappointments that we face in this life, which of course are very real, but to go beyond them to the one who does not change and who does not disappoint. May we heed the call today of Jesus to be like Mary, to settle and live for nothing else except for him who lives forever.